talk to people, they'll say, well, you know, what about this or what about that? It, the only thing we want to do is direct you to a loving, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not my job to convict you. I'm not Holy Spirit Jr. That, that is, that's not for, for me to do. But I think with the invitation of, of inviting the Holy Spirit to guide and lead us, um, we can come to conclusions that do agree with God's Word. Actually, when I had blamed him my whole life for being gay, you know, he, he kind of said to me, you know, how would you know what my plan for you was or is unless you would indulge me by seeking and reading my love letter that I wrote? This is Charisma Connection on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and today I'm excited to welcome over the phone line, Wayne Blakely. Wayne, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be talking with you today. You are the co-founder and co-director of Coming Out Ministries, and and I've got to say that's a really interesting name for a ministry. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and how you started the ministry? Sure. Uh, you know, I grew up in in the church and in a time when uh, same-sex attraction was barely whispered about. Um, generally, people pointed and whispered and and laughed, and so there wasn't really any hope. Um, I couldn't figure out what God's plan for me was. I figured He just made me this way. And at 18 years old, I um, I left the church and pretty much left God. I I went out and I lived in the um, gay culture for the next 40 years. And as you know, there's a lot to tell about that. But but um, basically, um, I beat my own drum for a long time until I recognized that God was calling on my heart, and what He was calling me to was to actually trust Him and to develop intimacy with Him and seek His ways instead of my own ways, which our own ways generally end up resulting in in the flesh, fleshly desires. So. Um, as I realized that, um, I kind of reached out a little bit. Some other people got familiar with who I was, come to find out they had had similar experiences. And we, you know, four of us at the time got together and uh, decided that what would really be powerful would be to um, give the true meaning to the verse, First uh, Peter 2.9, that says he brought them out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so t- to us, that's the true meaning to the phrase coming out. And so we decided to begin a ministry called Coming Out Ministry. Fantastic. Now, I know that for for many people on, on both sides of the aisle, like uh, the issue of same-sex attraction and homosexuality tends to be a very divisive topic that people have very strong opinions mm-hmm. on. I want to give you the space here to really articulate what your and your ministry's stance is on this topic. Sure. Um, generally, you know, we often do that, that judging thing. We look at people, we size them up uh, for, for a gaze. It's often been, you know, somebody who appears effeminate or somebody who's not uh, fitting the norms, the stereotypical, uh, you know, of society as, as uh, the male gender is concerned, um, and often the female gender. And what has happened is that culture has sized, you know, people up and de- decided that they're gay before they even may 
may recognize that they have same-sex attraction. That's what happened to me in, in the church, and, and basically the church helped push me right out the doors, ostracized me right into the gay community. So it's clear, it, what we need to make clear today is the delineation that temptation and attractions are not sin, but as it relates to the Word of God, every single verse in God's Word that has to do with homosexuality is in a negative connotation. We have a role model that's set up of, of a man and a woman, God's perfect ideal for us, but he doesn't set up another ideal or a, a subsidiary ideal of two same-sex individuals. He doesn't define marriage by, by same gender, but opposite gender. It doesn't also mean that everybody has to identify as heterosexual or that everyone has to marry. So the question then comes up, well, do you then intend for me to be, live alone for, the, for my whole life? Importantly, we've got to put our desires and um, our wishes, our concerns, all into God's hands. I mean, that, I mean, that's what God asks of us. Obviously, we don't have to. We have a choice. And so our ministry isn't to tell people what to do, but only to tell people what Jesus revealed to us. People can jump on board, they can make a decision whether, you know, hey, that, that makes sense to me finally, or they can say, you know, you're just, you know, you're full of it, and I don't want anything to do with you, and you hate gays, and you can say that, but that's not our approach. Our approach is that we do love and we care about you very, very much, and we want you to be able to know that there is an alternative um, to, to living in the gay culture um, just because you have... Uh, various traits that might one might judge you as being gay. We have to remember that temptation, desires, attractions are not sin. It's when we carry them out that that's when we begin to indulge in something that maybe God does not approve of. That's wonderful. Th thank you for thank you for sharing on that then. I thought that was very well said. And then from that position then um, what are some of the practical ways that your ministry shows love to people who deal with same-sex attraction? You know, the, I guess the first and most vital thing is to have a listening ear to somebody to hear their story. You know, uh, there, are, uh, there are so many people seeking out the cause for homosexuality that we get, we get wrapped up in that. We begin to down-spiral in that. Statistics show that 82% of those who identify as gay have been physically, sexually abused. Well, 82%, you know, so what about the other, you know, uh, 18%? I mean, there are all kinds of things. I've known people out in the gay culture who didn't have any kind of broken background. Uh, I guess if there's one criticism that we find about this um, ministry is that each of us... Uh, to, uh, had some kind of uh, anomaly or or abuse uh, to some degree in our past, although we know many people who have not. And so I I need to be able to sit and listen to you know how you came about with the ideas with the attractions and to begin to look at things from a from a biblical standpoint and then to to offer um, what changed my life, and that is in developing intimacy with Jesus Christ. Actually, when I had blamed him my whole life for being gay, 
you know, he, he kind of said to me, you know, how would you know what my plan for you was or is unless you would indulge me by seeking and reading my love letter that I wrote to you? And so as I take God's word, I, I take it literally. There's all kinds of different arguments that come up, um, and we're you know, very familiar with them, but I think we have to take things and put them in context of the Bible and not pick them out, and then look at God and get into this idea that God is into sin bartering. Um, which, you know, often when we talk to people, they'll say, well, you know, what about this or what about that? It, the only thing we want to do is direct you to a loving, intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. It's not my job to convict you. I'm not Holy Spirit Jr. That, that is, that's not for, for me to do. But I think with the invitation of, of inviting the Holy Spirit to guide and lead us, um, we can come to conclusions that do agree with God's Word. And again, that doesn't mean to hurt somebody, but to help them find wholeness uh, through Jesus Christ. And to that end, you guys have developed a resource—I'm resor- going to start that again. And to that end, you guys have developed a resource, a new film called Journey Interrupted through your ministry. Can you tell me a little about that? Sure. For um, We've been in the ministry now for six years, and— um, as our stories came together, we thought, wow, wouldn't it be interesting if we could actually, you know, have a better presence um, through media in sharing our testimonies and sharing about what God has done in our lives and what he offers everybody. Actually, it goes beyond the borders of homosexuality when we begin to think about intimacy with God and surrender and abiding in him. And, you know, we ran into some people who began uh, filming us and wanted our testimonies, and they ended up losing the footage. We tried again, and they taped over the footage, and we're like, wow, you know, it must be—it has to be in God's timing, not ours. We ran into someone else who agreed to do some filming for us, and then he— ended up in a crisis in his life that prevented him from from completing the film. And and so I, I just, you know, I really gave up on the whole idea until uh, the producer of the film uh, called me one day when I was still working in the uh, public sector. And she said, you know what, you need a film. And I said, wow, well, that's great to hear. But I said, you know, we've made um, attempts and it just hasn't happened. And she says, well, I know this guy who does a real great job of of putting stories together, and that turned out to be Danny Woods, and he is the um, videographer and did the majority of the editing on the film, about 35 hours of film. Um, It's called Journey Interrupted, and out of that 35 hours, um, one hour ended up being the final for the film, and we're just amazed at what God did, and and so we, we actually just call it God's film. So what are you hoping that people, after watching the film, can take away from it? Um, I hope that, they'll, that they will look at the film and say, you know, wow, these people have a connection with Christ that I haven't seen before. Most of organized religion has steered clear of talking about this, and often when they do, they do more harm than good. They hurt, they alienate, they ostracize. Or they get into the other side of the ditch and say, well, it really doesn't matter who you love. And so then I ask the question, why do you love Jesus? And secondly, can you trust Jesus? And if you can trust Jesus, 
then isn't it important that we take him at his word for all time? He says he's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And so there are those who will say, well, he never said anything about homosexuality. That may be. However, a lot is said by what he didn't say and what he did say as to the model that he put out there of what does please him. And then from 2 Timothy 3.16, that tells us that the entire word is inspired by those he designated to write his word. And so it is as if God is talking to us. Um, so I, I would hope that people will see that, wow, there's, there's a connection here maybe I haven't encountered before. We also profile um, a, a wonderful girl, Anna, in the film, who uh, lives openly as a lesbian, who speaks in the film about her experience, about what's happened in her life and where she is today. And I, I think that if you, if you see the film, you'll be, you'll be amazed at, at the, um, but I guess she's kind of the surprise factor, pack, factor in the film. Um, but, um, yeah, it, it's, it just gives people something more to think about than what maybe has been put out there for them to, to be upset about or to be bitter about or to walk away or to maybe fashion Christ. It's, we have this danger today of putting our knowledge on the same level as God's knowledge, and that's kind of a dangerous place to be. Well, it sounds like your ministry is doing a lot of great work, and I know that especially when, when ministries are doing great work, and especially in a field as often divisive and polarizing as yours is, I know there's going to be a lot of probably spiritual warfare, a lot of problems that you have to mm -hmm. deal with, what are some things that our listeners could be praying for your ministry about? That will that people will not make um, judgments without listening, um, without watching. Uh, that that has happened. Um, that has happened out of the country and inside the country. And we actually had a physical protest, um, only one to date. And you know the whole the whole point of the entire film is captured in a phrase uh, that's in the film that says, you matter, you belong, and you are loved. Um, we were to present at a church, and there was a petition online calling for us not to be there, and there's a physical protest, and the pastor was called upon to shut down uh, our speaking, and he said, no, we're going through. We've prayed about this. Uh, we've We've you know, talk to these guys for months before having them come here. And on the morning of our presentation, he went out with some other uh, members of the congregation, and he said, here's water, here's hot chocolate, here's pastries. And by the way, uh, come inside and use the restrooms when you, whenever you need to. And also, we've prepared a, a lunch for you. The, and the protesters were like, wow, what? And so at lunchtime, he, he went out and he said, hey, come on, come on, inside, we have this lunch for you. And the guy holding the, the, the gay flag says, oh, I can't have to hold this flag. Pastor says, I'll hold the flag. Come inside and eat. The, you know, so it, they had made up their minds that this was something about hate. Yet they hadn't seen the film. They didn't know about the ministry. They had made up their mind that we promote um, conversion and reparative therapy, which we do not do, that really puts the cart before the horse. Leave it up to God to show you what his plan for you is, but it's always going to agree with his word. But if we try to go out there and try to get people to start having straight sex, 
instead of gay sex. I mean, we're not redeemed by by sex. We're redeemed by the turning over of our hearts to Jesus. And so, yeah, we it's you know this is a hot hot topic. Lots of people don't listen before they judge. And the interesting thing is is that often people are the ones that have been calling for tolerance have now turned around and been so very intolerant. So then if people want to find out more about your ministry, where can they do so? Well, first of all, if you want to see the film or purchase the film, you can go to journeyinterrupted.com. If you want to find out more about Coming Out Ministries, then go to comingoutministries.org. And we have some presentations there and some more resources there. Um, if you are interested about a different approach to, to being gay or homosexuality than you may have heard of before. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today, Wayne. It's been a pleasure to talk with you. Would you mind closing us out? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to tell you, thank you. It's been a pleasure to be here. Fantastic. Would you mind closing us out with a prayer? Sure, that'd be my pleasure. Uh, Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you, thank you, Lord, for your deep, incredible patience for us. Um, You know, you let us go down roads that we don't even need to go down to, to, but we find that when we get to dead ends or, or that we're not as happy as we thought we would be, that we still want answers and we still want solutions. And I believe that you have provided them for us. It just takes us a while to, to search them out and to trust you above all things, Lord. You, you're not a, a God sitting up there with a, a, a baseball bat to, to beat us if we fall out of line, but you're there with your grace and your mercy and saying, I'm here. You matter to me. You are my precious child. So, Lord, for anyone who's listening who wants to seek um, redemption through Jesus, who wants to find a better way, I pray that, Lord, um, you will guide them and direct their hearts. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Wayne Blakely on Charisma Connection here on the Charisma Podcast Network. I'm Taylor Berglund, and thanks for joining us. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.